Welcome to Bad Actions, and this is Thomas Mackey. This is the 2022 election edition of the Bad Actions podcast. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, there's no such thing as good news. And so Bad Actions is the news podcast, and comedy sometimes, it's funny, um, that's comfortable with the fact that there's no good news. So don't ask me for good news. I do. I did receive an email this week asking for a good news story. That's just not going to happen. Was watching Handmaid's Tale last night. Uh, it's a pretty pretty fun show. But remember that when that was a dystopian future. Now it's now it's just the future. I think you know, that's what we're looking at. That's one thing about parody. You know, you, you make a funny comedy, uh, making fun of something, or do a dystopian future, and uh, someone's going to look at that and say, "Gee, that's a really good idea. Let's 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 do Handmaid's Tale." I mean, that's what we're working on right now. The Supreme Court wants to ban birth control, um, and, and that's, that's an interesting development. Uh, you know, Clarence Thomas is, is asked uh, for cases on birth control signaling uh, to uh, the religious right, which can drive this by just suing against birth control. And uh, obviously that birth control is legal, and he'd like to see it become illegal. Uh, in, in addition to uh, what we have now, which is banning Roe v. Wade. Uh, so once that takes place, I think uh, girls who want to be popular in high school will be telling the boys in class that they want 15 children. Dude, she wants 15 children. She fucks. I do think that once uh, the Supreme Court bans birth control, uh, there should be uh, new daycares built on... Um, college campuses across the country for all the pregnant college girls that will be uh, having babies uh, named for Clarence Thomas. They can be the Clarence Thomas daycare facilities, uh, and, and he can help pay for them, I think, or at least fundraise for them. His, his wife is a political activist, Ginny Thompson, and that cutesy name, it's so, so belies the woman. You know, this is a woman that emails with, uh, you know, the Oath Keepers and other militia groups during the January 6th riots. Hey, it's Ginny. Just wanted to let, let you know that Clarence is on your side. So this is the election uh, podcast, and so I guess I should have some election-related content. I'll try to do that. Uh, and I, I, there's one person that's been in, in the news a lot is Herschel Walker. And, you know, I remember when Herschel Walker was an exclusively football-related name, and that was a fun time, I guess. I miss it a little bit. But, you know, it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, Herschel Walker, it almost seems like his crusade to ban abortion in all cases is less about banning abortion in all cases and more about stopping himself from having more abortions. I mean, his connection to the issue seems deeply personal. Uh, obviously, he's paid for abortions in the past. You get the sense that, like, he was trying to abstain from having abortions or paying for abortions. And then after a while, he just said, I'm, I'm running for Congress. We just got to ban abortions. Otherwise, I'm never going to stop. And Senator Lindsey Graham, you know, he's a top Republican uh, from South Carolina, has already said that uh, if Republicans retake the House and the Senate, and of course, it'll also require the presidency due to the president's veto power, or, or if they can get uh, approve, uh, veto-proof majorities, which, which they don't have, and I don't think they would get then they will pass laws to ban abortion nationally. So uh, f for all the talk about uh, there's, not, there's no move to ban abortion nationally, well, there's a bill out there right now, and, and this, is, this is just being reintroduced. 
But I, I will say again that uh, for Lindsey Graham, this is a very empty issue. He he doesn't he's not worried about banning abortion because you know he's, he's he strikes me as gay. I mean I don't think that he's not worried about impregnating anybody that doesn't want to be pregnant because you know the people he's having sex with probably you know they don't get pregnant. Studies show that 10% of weight gain in people is from night binging. And, uh, and that's an interesting fact. Not surprising. But a study also showed that most people don't know what night binging is. So that, that might be part of the problem. But uh, anyways, night binging is when you jam a whole bunch of Fritos in your mouth right before you go to bed. And, and you just eat as many as you can. And you don't even like Fritos. You, you're like, Fritos are kind of gross. But at, at 11 o'clock at night, you, you can't you, you put the bag on your head and you, and you start screaming I'm drowning in Fritos and you eat your way out of the bag that's night binging and apparently that's why you're fat so um, so stop doing that and you'll be 10% less fat some more uh, related election news is that uh, Trump is set for deposition on in a rape case so that's exciting you know we'd all of on talking about all the different cases that he's involved with I think the rape case is the one that we've all forgotten which is weird that a president of the United States, former president of the United States, is tied up in a rape case, uh, which is he raped somebody. And we've forgotten it. It's just not interesting enough anymore. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. There's that rape case. But <laughs> it's, it's a little sad because, you know, it's not a rape case where, like, he's being prosecuted for raping somebody and faces justice for it. No, that's sadly not, not the case. Uh, he he's being sued because a woman he raped or allegedly raped, perhaps he didn't rape her, publicly said that Trump raped her uh, years ago in the eighties or nineties or something like that. Apparently, in a a uh, the changing room of a clothing store, which is crazy, but she claims it's true. And you know, we do know that Trump likes his ladies, so maybe it's true. I don't know. But, he, I mean, with his background, obviously, you know, you have to give it some credence because he does like to put his penis in places. And women, uh, he's not like Lindsey Graham. There, there's no allegations that he's remotely gay. Not that he couldn't be improved somewhat by way, by being slightly gay. I think if Trump slightly gay or bisexual, he'd probably be better than the Trump we have today. So just saying that, just throwing that out there. But anyway, she has told the world that Trump raped her. And then he said she's a liar and she's ugly. And so he didn't rape her because there's no way he'd rape anybody that's that unattractive. And so then she sued him for defamation. <laughs> she sued him for defamation for saying she's a liar for saying he raped her. And, and there's a seven-year statute of limitations on rape. Uh, so uh, ladies, if you do want to have a guy go to jail for raping you, you should get on it. You know, don't wait 20 years because at that point, the uh, the the allegations are ripe and they don't go to jail. Harvey Weinstein uh, learned that uh, you know the hard way, uh, and same thing with Bill Cosby or the easy way, I guess. And there's a lot of women that going back decades where Weinstein and Cosby were apparently raping them and uh, allegedly raping them. Uh, and but those cases were not brought forward. Some of them, the women even went to the police, and the police said, "We don't believe you." <laughs> so in both cases, I mean, Harvey Weinstein, that guy looks like a rapist. You know, what I mean, like 
if you were going to have a coloring book and you wanted to put rapists in there, you'd probably take a picture of Harvey Weinstein as like, because he's just like this big, fat, ham-handed ghoul, you know? I'm just speaking directly to how aesthetically ugly he is. He's not an attractive person. He looks like a brute. But anyways, women went in to talk to uh, the police and they said, Harvey Weinstein raped me. And, and, and the police were like, oh, no, that didn't happen. And buried it. So... And for them, you know, it's doubly tra tragic because uh, decades later, we all know that, you know, probably, allegedly, um, I don't want to get myself sued, that, uh, you know, the, these guys did rape women. And, uh, you know, if, if the cases don't go forward in a, in a thrifty amount of time, uh, just seven years you got, and given how slowly the courts move, that's really, you got to get on it, you know. So if you get raped, uh, don't sit around, sit on your hands, uh, go ahead and call the cops and get moving on it right away because um, that's just the way it is. So otherwise you'll be stuck like Miss Carroll who is uh, suing Trump for defamation because he raped her years ago and she told people he raped her and now he said she didn't and then it, it's very convoluted. I mean the whole thing, it's, uh, it's not a very satisfying rape case. I tell you that much. Trump is also uh, in the news recently because now he's inviting the FBI back to Mar-a-Lago uh, after claiming that he was traumatized by the fact that they searched his Mar-a-Lago home, even though he was hundreds of miles away in another home. Uh, but it was just horrible that they went in there and took some classified documents out. Just how could they do that, you know? I, you know, it just, it's hilarious that, you know, <laughs> what it, it you'd have to be a child of privilege like Trump to even think that, you know, like I don't, where I come from, you know, <laughs> if I had a classified document, if I had anything, I just expect the FBI to come kicking in the door <laughs> or whatnot, you know, um, people get pulled over Donald Trump. It happens all the time. And then they want to search your car. That that's something that happens to people. Lots of people. That's what police do. And uh, so anyways, but for a privileged rich guy, he's just, it's traumatic. He can't believe it's happened. How could how could they have possibly done it? And so now he's met with his little attorneys and his attorneys are like, they've gotten through to him apparently. And they now he's inviting the FBI back to visit and maybe they'll have tea and they'll look around for some more classified documents. It's all kind of silly at this point. Uh, and, uh, but I think, you know, this is where Melania will really shine. She can be a good host and, you know, serve up some tea cakes and they'll have tea, they'll chat, they'll look under the bed for classified documents, they'll look in the waste bin and in the recycling bin for classified documents and nuclear secrets. They'll mosey around the house uh, and chat. They can chat and stuff like that. It'd be a lot more amenable just to, to visit. You know, they'll do some visiting, which is nice. Everybody likes a visit, even from the FBI. And also new this election year is, uh, well, I guess you'd say voter fraud investigations and crackdowns across the country. We're seeing that in different, largely red states. You know, after, um, you know, the evidence does show that Trump tried to overturn a fair and free election without cause. And I'm not saying that there's no voter fraud. Everybody knows that there's some guy that votes twice in some places. Uh, and a lot of times they're Republicans. So it goes both ways. But, uh, you know, they have investigated all the, the voter fraud claims that were, you know, that were lodged by 
Trump primarily and other Republicans that uh, the, the elections were fraudulent in 2020 and they didn't find enough fraudulent votes to change the elections. You know, there may have been a handful. In fact, there was a um, there have been three election audits in uh, in Arizona about the election. And in the last one was done by a company that's uh, serious far right Trumpies. A, a digital uh, media company called Cyber Ninjas, which they're not qualified to do a voter fraud ele- election investigation. And they investigated, and they also found that Biden won in Arizona. Uh, and even after they found, and they, they actually found more votes for Biden, which is probably because they didn't know what they were doing and they miscounted, and so they counted more for Biden than he had had. But either way, Biden won the election. That's what they found. And still, the Republican candidate for governor in Arizona is an election denier. She says that the election was bogus. And she's even said that if she loses the election, which she's favored to win because she's an election denier, and that's kind of the jam around the country right now. Saying that elections are shit is sort of what we're doing right now. It's, it's, it's you know, shot and fried. It's, it's a little bit, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's the thing we're doing. It's what we like. We like to say that the elections are bad. But she said that uh, if she loses the election, she will not commit to uh, not claiming that there is not voter fraud. So basically, if she loses, she's going to say that it's a fraudulent election. And uh, so anyways, now there's all these, there have been some people arrested, like a couple dozen people in Florida arrested for voter fraud from the 2020 election. And they, it's kind of hilarious if you listen to the videotapes of them. Um, being arrested, like they're all shocked. They're like, "Wait, my vote wasn't good." You know, because there's some cases where if you're a felon uh, of certain t- types uh, in different states, you lose your right to vote. And but it's it's different state by state. And, uh, and so, anyways, uh, these people uh, probably shouldn't have voted, and they did. And so they got arrested. <laughs> Even the cops are telling them like. Yeah, I've never seen this before. I have no idea what's going on. We were just given this arrest reward, so we're arresting you. And again, it's like two dozen people. So uh, wouldn't it change the election for Donald Trump? And he won Florida. So, um, But it's a big show. And now in other states, there, and this is something that Steve Bannon, who's the Republican strategist who really made Trump, he's like Trump's mentor. Uh, Trump has had a couple mentors over the course of his decades of life kind of sleazy um con mannery that he did before uh before becoming president of the united states but and steve bannon bannon is his uh political mentor and has pretty much taught him everything everything he knows according to bannon now i'm not making this up but uh, you know this is something bannon said bannon has said bannon has said that you know he selected trump uh, and saw that he had a lot of potential to be president of the United States for being a political operative, and uh, he saw he had some flaws. He said this is a flawed person, but he thought he could he could you know like form this clay into a great president, and he did. Uh, and so that was president of the United States. So Steve Bannon, who you know has held, had a lot of sway on Trump in the past, is now calling for you know uh, voter precinct um, uh, enforcement efforts, you know, uh, that uh, uh, voting uh, observers should go out and, and, and view voting in different precincts. So that's exciting. That's, I mean, remember when voting was dull? You remember when you would be like, 
Oh God, it's it's election day tomorrow. Oh man, I I gotta go. I gotta look up the judges I'm voting for because there's always like like there's five races that you know off the top of your head every election. You know, like there's the state senator, there's the federal senator, there's you know president of the United States if it's a, a presidential year, maybe mayor of the town you're living in, maybe your alderman or your councilwoman or something like that. And and those are the people you know who you're going to vote for. And then there's like 50 more races that you got to vote for, like the local water commissioner or commissioners. You know, you have to vote for three of them. And you don't know who any of those people are, <laughs> you know. So what you do, you look them up in the local newspaper or you look up in their in your local safe elections uh, research group or whatever it is, you know, you, you look them up and you're like, okay, well, I'll, get, I'll look this guy up and try to figure out if he's all right. And then, of course, then the judges. And there's, and the, you know, there's always dozens of judges. And those are the most important ones because these are the people who can lock folks up and do lock folks up. That's their job. They lock people up in, in most cases. But uh, so you better look them up because those are the people that have the real authority. And, you, you know, we vote for them. We don't have any idea who these people are. We don't, know, we don't know who these people are, <laughs> you know. So you, you, you look up your local bar association or your local newspaper who interview all these folks, and then they publish a list that says, okay, this person's all right. You can vote for them. So it's a lot of work, and it was, it was just dreary and not very fun, not very rewarding. I mean, I, I've always had a lot of friends who, like, didn't vote. They're always like, I don't vote. Oh, I, I hate voting. And then some people vote, and then, like, they just guess. Like they get to that lower half of the ballot where you get into the water commissioners, you get into your county board representatives, you get into your judges, and it's just like, who sounds good? Like Phil Philip Munchberger, I I can't support a judge with the name J- Judge Munchberger. No, that's we just can't have him. I nope, I'm voting for the other person. So they go through, they work through through the ballot, just basically picking whatever name sounds good. They could be voting for like uh, aliens from another planet. They don't know. They just they're just reading a name, and you know. So but so you don't want to like. Like the whole thing, like everybody should vote. Remember that when <laughs> that was the big thing. Like MTV was always like, get out the vote. Everybody's got to go vote. If someone's watching MTV and then they see a commercial that says go vote and then they go vote, I would I would say that person shouldn't vote. I mean, that's not a good enough reason to vote if you're voting. Like that shouldn't be why you voted for president of the United States become because some VJ told you to go vote and it's 1998, and they're getting out the vote. No, I mean, you should vote because you care. I mean, if you don't care, don't vote, you know? <laughs> That's what I say. Although, like, the people who care these days seem crazy. The people who are the most, that care the most about our elections mostly seem like they're insane. I mean, there's a new thing going on, I think, in Wisconsin, where they're actually telling voters how to vote to avoid fraud. And I think it's like you you ask for an absentee ballot and then you turn it in in person or something like that. And that has to do with how like the different ballots are read and like which ones go through a computer and which ones are hand tabulated because, you know, the computers, they're corrupt. It's not, this isn't, you know, you're not, you're not in the future and the computer's trying to kill us. You know, basically, you know, you, you're, you look at computers all day long and now you think that computers are trying to kill us or trying to run our elections. They're not that smart yet. And maybe in the future, and, and I think maybe <laughs> given where we are as a democracy now, I, I don't want a dictator, but maybe a computer dictator, I could go for that. So I'll just end there. Um, I'm not going to tell you to go vote. If, if you do, 
you know, do research on your politicians and keep up to date on current events and uh, do seriously vote, I say go vote. Then you should vote. But if you're one of those people who just want to vote because you saw a TV commercial, please don't. Please don't. And also, if, if you don't believe that democracy is good or if you don't, you don't believe that you know elections are fair in this country you shouldn't vote either i mean because if you if you're not invested in this system then stay the hell away all right that's what i say anyway my name is thomas mackey this is my election edition of the bad actions podcast have a great day